One, two, three, four. One, I declare two, a thumb three, four. war. I declare a thumb war. Then they started dropping. I one, started two, dropping. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. How does that work? Oh, yeah, we have gains. Oh, yeah. One, two, three, four. Might be a little too loud. One, two, three, four. That's good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm perfect. The volume levels are in the house. Woo. Okay, so it goes like this. One, two, three, four, five, six. 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 One, two, space soundtrack. Right? Spaced. Space soundtrack. soundtrack. Available at your local While supplies last. <laughs> no, it's not anymore available because of the new digital. So, hey, era. Jacob, listen to this. March 18th was the last time. Look at these alien uh, <laughs> pop filters. Okay, what'd you say? That's what I'm saying, Matt. March 18th was the last time we were talking. Ooh, and here we are really? once again. March I'm 18th? excited. I'm here to talk. I'm just here to, you know, just. Poop on every, <laughs> just ah! poop on everyone's faces. Uh, you know why? Because I don't have to worry about the stands. No, anymore. look, I can move my hands. Look, see, we got like, stands. We shake hands. Oh, like, see, shaking hands. We can that's high a, five. Shake hand. It's oh, good. Oh man, it's so comfortable, isn't it? It's look at this. Much more comfortable now. Imagine when it will be back time cramp for to real? move. Oh, man. From our high tech studio, which is into, turning low tech yeah, after our high tech every. We're moving into even more high tech studio. Yeah. And it's going to be more technology. We're gonna, we, could, we could sit more comfort. across each other on a table. We're going to have Herman Miller chairs. Yes. Herman Miller. Herman Miller. If anybody knows what Herman Miller is. If, well, only the, the insiders know yeah. what Herman Miller is. So if you're not an insider, I'm afraid we can't disclose the we Herman Miller We can't Miller your Hermans. But it's safe to say that Herman Miller is the industry standard. For and, comfort. Uh, for comfort. For comfort. <laughs> I think you said it exactly. And back, uh, back uh, helping. helping. Ergonomics. Helping you. Back ergonomics. ergonomics. Yeah. So yeah. I have a cramp in my back. Yeah, that was funny. You I were think just I got coming, one. You were I coming to in. the high tech studio, and you're like, uh, uh, "Help me! I can't move." Oh, oh. <laughs> so then I had to, you know, I had to use my. Well, it's just like a radio show now. Uh, these mic stands, doesn't it? It does. That's like because we're, we're, we can we can move. We can move. I think <laughs> this <laughs> mic stand <laughs> is falling though. <laughs> Tim, I think you're correct with your get a counterbalance, get a counterweight. I think it might be counterweight. That's kind of disappointing, but. Uh, we need a sandbag. Sandbags? What sandbags? Okay, pause it. <sighs> anyway. And we're back. One, two, three, four. Radical a thumb war. What shall we talk about? Not okay. much. What do we have on the agenda? Well, Relax Era has really been... Uh, relax Era has come in full force. <laughs> and Tim wrote on our wonderful Facebook. What does he say? More like Lazy Era, guys. Tim, you know better jokes than that. Wow, I, that was scathing. I didn't even expect you to say that. I was expecting you to say something <laughs> like, Tim, that's not very nice. <laughs> no, it's Tim. <laughs> you know better jokes than that. I'm joking. You are joking. I understand. We all, this is all a jokey forum. It is joking. It's great. Facebook. I love it. So it's a load it of laughs. So Bundle of I joy. I can joke back. And Tim Everybody's can, good. Tim can reply now and be like, that was the best joke you know, ever. Snakes and snacks. Kind of that's how it goes. Um, Thanks and snacks. I totally forgot because it's been so long. I totally forgot what I was going to talk about, but now I remember because everybody on Facebook tells me. Oh yeah, all the good people, <clears throat> all I'm the sorry. good people listening to us. I'm sorry, Tim, believe. for that remark. I didn't. I didn't mean that. No, no, it was wonderful. We actually met him finally. Met him finally. <laughs> well, it's been a year. The last time we saw him was when we were ding when we ding that podcast. That's right. The episode. 2013 December was the last time That's we right. actually hung hung out. Yeah. Whew, man, that was a premium year. 
It was it was premium. I hope this premium. year will be just as premium, even more premium. It'll be. I think, I think something life. tells me this is going to be a premium year. I know. It's going to be a premium year. We're going to watch less movies in the, thin- mm-hmm. in the cinemas. The cinema. You see what I was going to say? I was going to say theaters, and I stopped, and I said cinema. Well. Cinema. We're going to try to eat bedonuts. Yeah, but well, no, we're not. We're big not bungs, donuts. Donuts. big bungs. For those um, who don't know this, uh, it's another one of those insider inside jokes. Inside well, I mean, I think you might know it if you went on the old Facebook. Did you post on Facebook ever? Or no, the big bungs. No, but don't shop. I put it on YouTube, man. It's still on YouTube. Really? It's still on YouTube, man. What channel is it on? It's unlisted on Walking Tacos, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I think we can share that. Of course we can share that. It's a but great, a it's a great no, it's Spider-Man gonna be a premium dub. Year, you think. know who yeah. uh, uh, Brianna Garcia is? Uh, no. Brianna Garcia is an artist who was quite popular on DeviantArt way back in the day when it started, you know, t- 2003 to 2009 and 10. Yeah, well, DeviantArt has been around for a yeah, while. Yeah, but Brianna Garcia, she drew all these Disney drawings and made a bunch of jokes uh, her most famous picture over the internet and everywhere what is, is this one like group photo of all the disney princesses doing like you know nudgies is that what you call them yeah like where you, i don't know what they're called where you kind of rub the yeah, hair yeah, where you rub the you top of the head in your arm and yeah, you put them in, in, yeah. in, a, in, a, in, a, in a gridlock what do you call that <laughs> in an arm lock in the kill zone yeah, in the kill zone and uh okay that's your most famous picture who movie. who are the characters in the like photo? ariel bell all oh, okay. cinderella Aurora, all the Disney princes. I'm sure, and they're making faces and stuff. I'm sure someone saw it that knows about, you know, Disney. Is it one of the case. top viewed? Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 old. She, you know, she's like a 300 million plus, you know, 300 year old person. <laughs> Her artwork is now like super popular because of Deviant Art because of that because she started. See, that's really interesting. Small. How those she worked at you know she worked at Disney as well, at least Disney World, you know, the the theme park. Yeah, and did art and stuff like that and the only reason bringing this up is because back then she really liked that dub really oh yeah that's right you told me that before yeah she liked the spider-man dub the bedonuts really i'm eating your donuts did she watch the Lord of the rings dub no i think that you know our who is our that? channel went down the tubes it went down the tubes who was the other person who liked the, du- the lord of the rings dub? oh yeah i was talking about this today with our friend our new friend petra uh, maybe uh, she's listening to us um uh, and uh we were actually just sound? okay you making it I sound so not masculine. I mean, why? We, okay, we're not going to have that conversation. No. Keep going. And uh, then I, you know, we had this conversation and, uh, <laughs> well, um, I said, uh, you know, we did this dub, Lord of the Rings. She's like, oh, cool, you know. She doesn't know about this because I never talk about it. But it's up there, you know, 500,000 views. It's out there. 500,000 views plus and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it was prominent on YouTube at some point for the people who In the early days, I think it, it was, yeah. Yes. So someone said, hey, dude, this dude called Little Karibo, which is his, um, what's it, his uh, username, yeah, his handle, he actually mentioned you guys on his blog. You know, you, did, you, did, you didn't know who this little Kribo guy no. was. You were just going. And, and then someone's like, "Expect a lot of views coming your way, right?" Okay, I mean, this was oh, back yeah. in 2007, yeah. so views were not as prominent as they are now. No, views were not. Views were more like if you got a thousand, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That was like, ooh, people are watching this. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and they give you five stars. Yeah, the ratings. Yeah. And so, so I, so I wondered who that was, and I was looking. Oh. Something called Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge. Everybody likes it. 
Oh, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. Wasn't Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged? And so, abridged. little Kuribo... I bet you can find his... Uh, stuff. His Not his stuff. Everybody knows his stuff. He's super popular really? now, man. He's like a legend. He's a legend now, Is man. Is he now... He's in, the one who started all the abridged stuff. Oh. Yeah. Did he do the... He did Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. Well, did he do the Dragon Ball Z in a nutshell? No. Okay. That was Aaron Hansen. Really? Yeah. Those guys did that? No, just Aaron Hansen. Just Aaron Hansen. He yeah. did the... Well, I'm really I'm bald. And I can't yeah. Yeah, Remember yeah, that we yeah. watched? We used to watch the video a lot. Yeah, in 2004 funny. and three. Yeah, our friend Andy came over and said, "Guys, look, it's hilarious, so funny." And it was funny. It was With really my funny. powerful hands, ha ha ha, and my super powerful attacks. That's a good one. Okay, anyway, uh, so then you little Kribo, um views coming your way. Yeah, yeah, right. And I looked at his, the blog. It was like a Zanga or something like that. You know, when yeah, they had some kind of weird uh, early. Yeah, like mid 2000s uh, blogging platform. Yeah, it's funny. Speaking of the internet, uh, in that area area in that era, era. the mid 2000s were the time where uh, the web was still very static where everything had to refresh and it was <laughs> getting close to that era where every started everything started to be dynamic and i think towards like tw- go ahead i have nothing to no, say no 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 keep going keep going because i had it in my head but now i don't all right well it's not everything important. was static and everything static. was transitional everything was HTML until the you know internet until uh, it took time 1.0, to ferment yeah. and to grow into the giant uh titans of our internet age yeah the, the, is, this is know, before the titans of youtube and tumblr and, and google so forth google youtube google, facebook well google and youtube are the same twitter doesn't matter that's about the it titans those are the titans and so he was in the zanga page go ahead did we say facebook mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah, he's his page, and he and at the end of some kind of a little blog he posted, he said, and by the way, these guys, and he put, provided, and he provided the link for it, and he said, these guys uh, prove that uh, how oh, yeah, yeah. overrated I actually am. Wow. Now that's a compliment. That's a pretty, that's a nice compliment. I can't believe it. And he, and what was the, you know, what was the, uh, the, the, the video? It was, uh, curse you, bombadil. I need refill. Yeah, yeah, that one. And the na 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 Then I looked at the moon. Okay. For the old fans, I don't know if any of you guys listening have you. I don't think any of you guys were around when we originally released those Lord of the Rings dub videos. Long time ago. Maybe, maybe some of you know. A long um, time ago. There was actually two versions of that. Um, yeah, I didn't like of the that first episode one. where they're at Barlabans. Yeah. Uh, there was the early version, which was kind of done, I think, for fun. Drew, our friend Drew, who was on the podcast. He came over with his brothers, and we did a dub of that. And so there's a lot of high-pitched kid voices, like, I know. And then after that was finished, and we put those online, then finally when we completed the whole thing, we made a DVD version of the whole thing. And yeah. so then we went and, and we had fixed, everybody like, send, a couple episodes. We had we, everybody send uh, blank DVDs to our address in America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah, no, and that was I fun because yeah, uh, decided to ship them out. But I told them... I'm not going to send it unless you bring, you know, like a couple of dollars for return postage. And everyone did. Everybody did. Great. But anyway, the special edition DVD version is the one that's special online edition. now. But before, if you're around, there were some little differences. There are and little there differences. Some just different to... Recording some different takes. Mm-hmm. That whole scene in Barlamans was totally different, remember? How we recorded it before? It was stupid. We didn't have the thing where he's like, you have a license, don't you? <laughs> that was not in the original one. Yeah, no. Differences. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I like the new one though. The new one's better. But I know there's many people who it's just surprising. There's people who are like, 
Oh, I like the like, old one. Uh, the George Lucas edition isn't so good. It is a George Lucas edition, but at least you it can is. find the original. They're on the bonus materials on the DVD. Oh, and I wanted really? to do... I want, Yes, really? of course. I added them in. Very cool. I didn't know that. I I'm thought not, it was I'm just... I'm not a mean guy. Well, no, I didn't think it was mean. I thought that was, since we didn't officially release it as a DVD... We did. Forget it, forget it. I know. Whatever. We did, but I'm saying I was thinking that since we didn't yet release it on DVD, we took the liberty of changing some things for the DVD. That's what I thought. We did, we did. All we the did, original we, I didn't know we put in are the still in there. Scenes. And I, I wanted know, to yeah. use branching yeah. so, so you can choose the different editions, but I wouldn't. I don't Too know. Complex. Do that. Complex. Complex body. Yeah. So anyways, uh, after this little detour, um, there's so much stuff that I've been doing as far as the consumer of media wow. is concerned. Um, I think I could talk about that because I think that's the main thing I wanted to actually mention because, and I'm so glad that uh, we have Danny Chance on the, on the, on the, or Danny. Danny. <laughs> oh, hi, Danny. We have him reminding me what I was going to say. Um, we also have a request to do, um, you know, these 80s movies, talk about oh. 80s movies, but the thing is that I don't remember that too much. I know one 80s film. We know a lot of 80s films. And there's Commando. an 80s film that I watched, just at the cusp of the 80s, but I watched it. And I'll talk about it because it's one of those movies I watched. Willow? Yeah. Was it 89? <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. That was not no. the Willow theme. He I'm goes, Warwick Davis. I'm throwing off there. I remember watching that. James Horner, you hear that? Guess yeah. what happens at the beginning? What does James Horner do all the time in the beginning? What? The beginning of the movie? Really? That's Mighty Joe Young, I think, as well. Mighty Joe Young, James Horner. I remember and at the beginning of Page Master, man. Was it eight or nine when we went to Austria to that skiing trip? Remember that? Yeah. I remember watching it in German. First time I watched Willow. 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 It was kind of weird, I remember. I thought it was kind of weird back then. Transform me back, Willow. But I remember definitely that I morphing scene. I am not a lamb. I am a wizard. So you can talk about Willow? Sure, Yeah, I mean, if, if you want to start talking about it, man. Come the on, consumer, dude. The consumer culture. Yeah, dude. Consumer culture, dude. All right, so, dude. All right, so check this out. I got uh, this website called Letterboxd. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, with Letterboxd, I can uh, organize my movies and... Uh, Instead of using uh, Google... Share with friends. Instead of using Google... Uh, docs. Docs, because it takes a long time for we me got to docs upload here. stuff. Doc, we got docs here. <laughs> a docs hunt. It's like three, three different references there. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, and on Letterboxd, I get to just you know punch in the movie I want. You get the picture of it, and you get to put star rating, and you can share it to people, and you don't have to you know do the complicated Google... Whatever that thing was, the yeah, drive thing that I was going to do. So, uh, as Letterboxd, I think everybody who is uh, listening to this podcast right now, which is turning into a radio where I talk really fast, um, you guys should also go to Letterboxd and register yourself. Yeah, you guys should. So we can all share movies and we can talk about them in later podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? I mean, idea, I mean, it just depends. I mean, you look, should. I'm not a critic or anything because I don't like doing that anymore. Well, here's the thing with Letterboxd, right? We talked about this before, but I feel like it's, it's, fun, it's fun to do... Uh, uh, a journey of film watching. A journey um, of film watching. What's that called when you rec record things? Uh, film watching uh, diary. Yes, which is what they have on the site. Well, we talked about it's that. Fun to, with with our. We remember? should have said this in uh, January first because we'd have been like, "Oh, everyone, start your diary now." Oh, okay. Well, we and can. so everyone can start a diary, and we can see like, "Oh, you watch this, you watch yeah. that." But you know, you could start now. 
And then you could continue on till next April, next year, and you have a nice full year. Yeah. But the cool thing is you don't have to do it like I did last year, ratings and reviews. Yeah. But this year, nothing. I'm just, I'm just diarying You're it, just clicking whether I watched or rewatched it, mm-hmm. and that's done. A little record for myself. Yeah, I'm just doing ratings. So you can choose however you want to use it. I'm just doing ratings. You're raising, mm-hmm. yeah. Raisins. Ra- <laughs> raisins. So choose however you want, or don't even sign up. The choice is up to you. Yeah, but I just wanted to mention this so we can all kind of, as a community, yeah, kind of just come in and just look at that. Because I want to ask Frank Ireland through the podcast instead of through a Facebook comment, oh, as yeah. I usually do, our good buddy Frank, um, what he thought of um, this movie called Home, which is a DreamWorks film that I, sorry, which is oh, a DreamWorks movie, yeah, with uh, a completely <clears throat> unappealing me. design. Little, blue, I, little purple guy? You cannot... Or no, it it's a guy. Gender? It's a guy, and his name is O. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah, the joke. The joke, because of the joke, because of the trailer joke, right? Um, and for me, that design is sort of like the epiphany. No, not the epiphany. The epitome. epitome. <laughs> the epiphany. No, it's 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 the epitome of everything I don't like in modern computer graphics designs. And the reason, like when we're talking about gener- computer generated characters in the milieu of a. Uh, of the current uh, milieu, isn't it? I'll cut this out. In the milieu, of... I don't know if it's the right one though. <laughs> <laughs> I, just I think we'll you. keep this in then. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> uh, you know, in the region of computer graphics characters, uh, in today's like this is like the the, the yeah the CGI the zeitgeist, wave, the, the con- zeitgeist, yeah, right. the zeitgeist. This is everything that I hate about it. And I'm not saying anything bad about the movie. This is, we're just turning into Cinderella again. Yeah, we're going again oh, into... Oh, no. No, let's steer away from that. You're just talking about the aesthetics I'm just of talking about the, the aesthetics design of, this character. Oh. of what the character looks like at a face yes. value, right? At, the, fa- at the, face the value. The stupid mouth. Those... That stupid... The, the gap between his eyes and his... Oh, I hate those eyes so much Well, you now. can compare they it to... They are so boring. The similarities I hate those to eyes. DreamWorks, how... There was an internet meme a while ago showing the DreamWorks face. Remember yeah, oh, that? the DreamWorks face. They that's don't do a, that anymore. That's a similar thing. Like, you're talking about how this is essentially a new kind of DreamWorks face. Kind of, but new every one. character has been having these eyes with the irises that are so, so, so blistering and Soft beautiful. What? You know what I mean? I guess. I mean, I kind of get what you're talking about, but not entirely. I mean, like, the and, th- and, the thing and, is, and I don't even this, care this, this about kind of, This kind movie, of a thing is so, know. it's like Rio. I don't know what you guys think, but because we're living in Europe right now. Yeah. But with our teleportation of high tech studio from Chicago, I don't even know how that works. Um, we, I think it's uh, dark science. Go ahead, dark science. We. What do you um, want to say? Well, I wanted to say that we, <laughs> uh, we get this the uh, the promotion, the marketing yeah. from a different branch. So it's yeah, not familiar European to branch. us, and yeah. it's not a good. It's a branch that's effective in its own you know, the market right. that it's presenting it to, but it's so annoying to me because when I go to the States, the marketing is done in a familiar fashion that you can understand and it's culturally synced with uh, the right. mindset of everybody that is looking at it and reacts to it, you mm-hmm. know? And I so, think, and also probably more nuanced, I think, maybe, the way it's done. Yeah, and it marketing. just feels more familiar and human in a way. Right. But for the European and other overseas audiences that, the idea is that uh, there's lots of different languages and lots of, and it's not like one different culture is different. Um, so they have to make it; they have to water it down to be even more generic than right, it actually right. is. Has to be has to be marketable to all sectors. Yeah. Of 
not just your rope. Yeah, not just yeah. Uh, different ages, but also different cultures. Right, right. So um, when I when we get this, it is obnoxious and brash, and it offends me in a way because I'm just getting this horrible, stupid face staring at me with that cat, and it's like, yeah, home worlds collide. You know, yeah, and it doesn't tell me anything else, and it's on cereals, it's everywhere, but it doesn't tell you what it is because they don't want to give you a premise because too much text. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I don't know what. Yeah, well, I guess the idea behind and it, it just is feels to make so more... obnoxious to me, and I don't know what it is, but that's just that's just what I feel about it. So let's stop talking about that because I see Frank's rating, and I want to just mention it <laughs> later on. We'll do it later. What? Frank's oh, the rating. rating, and he has a little comment, and I oh, hope right he'll there. forgive me or, or allow me to just read comment a, on the comment. Read his review, his little review for Why it. Why not? Because uh, I haven't seen it. I don't plan to see it. Unlike Cinderella, which I apologize for for last time. Oh yes, you must. Apologize. I will see it since everybody said it was it was actually pretty good and not bad. So not? I will see it. I mean, it's just that was my reaction to the, you know, to the trailers yeah. and stuff. Just like my yeah. reaction to Home is the. That, that the monster. See, I'm I'm completely neutral on this stuff. I don't really care because I I mean maybe no, it's a I good usually movie. I try maybe to it's a bad be movie. Neutral. I don't. Yeah, no, you don't do. I don't know what the movie's going to be about, but at this point, I just don't uh, like if if the trailer or if the marketing or the poster isn't saying anything that looks too interesting, then I'm just kind of like okay, well, cool, you just, whatever. You just leave it, you know, leave it be, right? Yeah, and I and I keep wanting to do that. That's what I want to do. I want to leave them be because mm-hmm. there's if I, you know, it's hard it's at like the beginning, but once you get used to you, it, you know, if you have nothing bad to say, don't say anything at all. It's true, and that's true, and oh, I have yeah. to agree with that because I don't want to say anything bad about it because I. Well, you just did. But I had to. I mean, there's some times where you just can't help. And you might <laughs> have to apologize because I will be happy to be wrong if I was wrong if I'm wrong. Right. It's just your initial your initial reaction. Yes. So anyway, what else do we have? Well, we're talking we, about more more reactions. I watched Well, let's talk about a movie I watched. No, we're talking about a movie I watched because I just watched it before you did. Okay. Well go ahead then. Alright, well Willow. Let's do a timer. Why don't we try that? That'll be interesting. Five minutes. No, what? Why? We have so much time on our podcast. Okay, forget it then. Well, because remember this podcast is an hour, remember? As you wish. Gotta study, my friend. Give me ten minutes. Okay. Maybe it'd be fun. We'll see. Alright. Alright, this is top ten, Willow. Alright, this is Willow. Willow is a film about, uh, you know... Someone who's fearful of a prophecy, you know, starting at a... <laughs> no, I'm not going to read it. So Willow's about Willow, and he's played by Warwick Davis, who is a great actor. I like him. I like his voice. I, I like how he talks. He talks really cool like this. And uh, and this is his first starring role after uh, after Return of the Jedi and other smaller roles that he's got. And then, then this is him in the forefront. This is a, a Lucasfilm production. This is essentially his debut. Yeah, as a, as, a, as, a, as, a lead, as a lead actor. As a lead actor. And uh, um, so Willow is a... Fantasy, I don't even know what it's he a fantasy is. action film. I was gonna say that the character Willow oh, sorry, is, yeah, is right. a short guy who lives among other short people. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, they're probably called like um, um, you know. And unfortunately, we haven't trouble had a, gobblers. <laughs> we haven't had a podcast for a long time, so I would have been able to you know honestly tell you everything about the movie if we recorded one before. But we just were sick of those old stands. Now we got new ones. Oh yeah, everything's yes. good. Everything's good everything's in the neighborhood. Good. So Willow's there, and it's directed by Ron Howard. I think that's his first film, and we all know how really? Ron Howard just, you know, burst into the scene and uh, made all these other films. He was on Arrested Development. Was he? Show. Yeah, he was like playing kind of like his alter ego in oh, a like, way. Yeah, you know, the, the evil Ron Howard. The evil Ron Howard, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, 
Well, it. I watched it. I watched it for the first time way back in 1990s. In the 1990s, sometime. Right, yeah, yeah. We watched it on TV, mm-hmm. and uh, back when we were in Austria, they would have they would play a lot of movies, and most of them would be kind of I don't know why, but it would be movies set in a forest with neutral 90s lighting. That's what it felt like, right? It? And it would be either made for TV movies or low budget kind of movies, but you would have that sense, and it was dubbed in German, so you would have that sense of this is like a 90s. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Movie. And we watched we watched Iron Monkey. Really. I think we did. Iron Monkey? Yeah, on, uh, on Pro7. Yeah. Pro7. Channel. Go ahead. A channel in Austria and... Uh, Iron Monkey. What is that? Kung Fu movie. With Donnie Yen, directed by Yen Wu-Ping. No, I don't remember that. All right, well, anyway. <laughs> this is the one that felt like it. So that's what, I, that's what I got out of it when I watched it as a kid. Watched it a few times later on. But now, the most recent I've seen it, and I haven't seen it in, in years... Okay, but now I watched it in crisp HD, and it was beautiful because Ooh. they didn't tamper with the grain, and the grain was there. And mm, it was that's nice. right. And we, I liked we it. Talk about if, that. if that's as if that's how it was shot, and if that's how it was, you know, preserved, I want to keep it like that. But no, episode one had to have that creamy, <laughs> ugly, the cream cream grain. So, so what would you say visually? Visually, what did you it's like a very about nice it? What did you thing. not like okay, about it? What did um, I like about it? I liked the Willow character. He was great. He was relatable, and he's Warwick Davis, and he's and Warwick Davis is is is, is a charmer. You can't help it. He's just a charmer, and uh, it has this, and it ha- and, it's, and it has you know Mister Mad Martigan. Yeah. Uh, no, Mad Martigan. Come back. Yep. Yeah. And Doc he Hammer. was great. You know, I it's a great character. So no, I like no, him. I haven't he seen was, this in a while. He's like the so... scoundrel. He's like Han Solo. Right. I was and this say. is a, and this is a Lucas story. He's Lucas. Sorry. George Lucas. So he goes on this journey, gets this baby. No, no, from I want to say something. Dungeon. So the, the 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 genre of the film is not only fantasy, isn't it also kind of comedic? Because the it is, main of course. Uh, that guy Han Solo man. Yeah, he's funny. He's Han Solo funny man. Guy. He's uh, yeah, right in the story. Mad he's, Mardigan. He's supposed to be like this kind of. Um, you feel sorry for him. Yeah. But at the same time, he's she's trying to do good, right? And he's and capable. He's, yeah. And he's cool. And he gets the girl at the end, doesn't he? And he's cool. Well, yeah. She she gets she kind of. Gets a crush on him while oh, the, really? while because she is she the daughter. She's the daughter of the evil queen Bavmorda, oh. and um, and she sends her daughter to find the baby because the baby was t- taken from the beginning of the film in her castle. Uh, one of the slaves that she, oh, one of the people villagers that they captured because there's this prophecy of this baby right who's going to overthrow the king, the evil queen, mm-hmm. or whatever. Even though they overthrowed the evil queen later on in the movie. Oh, spoilers! Ooh. Um, so Frodo Baggins. Yeah, for- <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Willow, okay, so Willow, we'll Willow. See. So yeah, my name's Willow Offgood. Really? Yeah. Oh, there you're reading it. No, it's not. I and, remember. Uh, so visually, what would you say? Does it? It's 90s. It's, it's pure 90s, 90s right. even though it was recorded in '88 and '87. But, but it's, it is kind of that neutral lighting. It's, it's, it's the neutral. Dragonheart kind of style. Yeah. 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 Nothing too spectacular. James Horner music, which has, you know, that theme, and it may use a little bit from, you know, it has a little classical influence from, you know, I don't even know. I don't remember. Like, you know, it sounds like William Tell, I think. No, there's another piece by someone else that sounds almost exactly the same. So what do you think about and the story? And it has, okay, the story is, a, you know, it's a hero's journey. hero's journey. It's our little hobbit story where it goes against the queen, rescues a wizard, who in this case is this hippie lady, 
who 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 starts out as a because she's enchanted already. She's enchanted as a the girl as a ferret. No, no, no. This the, old lady. Oh, yeah, she's old not lady. in the poster. That's right, yeah, the good old wizard. That's right. There's Gandalf, who's our good old wizard. Yeah, lady. She's, she's and then the there's the e- there's the evil Saruman, who is Queen Madmorda. Bavmorda, Bavmorda, Bavaria. Would you say that the movie has enough elements to be interesting? If you want to take it, a, you know, if you want to watch it, yeah, yeah, I like it. I thought it was enjoyable. I thought it was a very decent good. film, and That's it had good. and it had plenty of places they went to. They went to Ice Place. They went to That's what I'm saying. Swamp Place. That's what I'm saying. They fought some goblins. Because sometimes you have the mo- you have the movies where they're also and they have a, the hero's yeah. journey, but it ends up being that you get bored in the and middle. No, no, or, no. There's no okay. the pace keeps going because Excellent. there's always these pursuers. The the guy with the scully head. The what? Pursuit. There's oh, a pursuit oh, yes. happening yes. with the with the with the with the daughter of the queen. Mm-hmm. Was always capturing, okay, trying so to capture so them. This kind of but then later on, and then she's like, "Hey, you know this guy, bomb, this Mad Mardigan, He's pretty, pretty hot, pretty hot." And then, and then you know, all it all wraps up in the end. And then there's a wizard duel at the end because you know Willow's morphing. ambition is there's to become morphing. a great sorcerer. That's right. And they're like, "No, you can't, kid. No, no, yeah." And he's like, "No, I can. I can't. I can't." <laughs> and they're like, and then the wizard. Lady and then of course, in. taking the baby to you know grow up so she can. Yeah, who's the baby? So she I forgot. Can, the baby is called. Um, <clears throat> Elora Adan or Elora Danan, whatever, and she's she's supposed to she's the prophesied baby, ah. the prophecy. Ah, yeah. Okay. And so okay, yeah. Val Kilmer and Warwick Davis is in it, and so is Joanne Wally, who has red hair and uh, looks pretty good. As <laughs> so, uh, you know I, I mean. think I think that's uh, that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell. I got two minutes so left. So I, can, good. I can talk a little bit more. Okay, so, so there's good. effects. There's some effects shots. Phil Tippett did some great, like, you know, that double-headed troll creature that comes out. No, but Willow, I do remember at the end, there's a special effect called morphing. Yes, that was the Which time the old lady goes through a bunch of different yeah. animals. And that was, it was groundbreaking, I think, back for 90, yeah, 88. That, that's right, yeah. That made it explode, and all these 90s music that's videos right. have oh, morphing really? in it and everything. But that was interesting. Yeah, Dennis uh, Murray. I remember it was Dennis really Muir. weird when I watched it. When we watched it the first time in the late nineties. Yeah, uh, I always got a little bit scared Why? when they turned into pigs. That's right, they turned into pigs. Yes, like alle Schweine. Yes, Schweine. And I was a little bit weirded out when we were watching it. I was because it felt kind of ooh, weird. It is kind of strange. I was thinking, strange. I was thinking to myself like, oh, what if I was turned into a pig? That'd be scary. Yeah, I know. I, I remember you know? that actually. It's remember funny. that? Yeah. And then we had to go to sleep after the movie, and I was like, uh-huh. no, I wasn't that scared. <laughs> I wasn't that scared. I wasn't that scared. Back with the Mickey Mento story here. So that's that's Willow. Mickey that's, Willow. It's good. It, gets, it has nice music. James Horner. And the thing about James Horner is that he keeps reusing themes, but we all talk about that anyway. So. So, all right. I'm just going to go ahead and Willow. say yes. Okay, so would I recommend Willow? Yes. You should watch it at least once. I think you'll have a great time watching it. It has humor. It has it has nice characters. It's got Warwick Davis. And it has Val Kilmer looking. Val, Val Kilmer in his prime. <laughs> yeah. Prime Kilmer. Prime Kilmer. Yeah. And uh, one minute left. So Excellent. we can talk about something else now. Okay. Pretty good. Well, Willow. And there it is. There it is. Very nice. And now there's, there's this other movie. We both watched. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I can talk about okay, this Okay, we now. can talk about this. And so, it's Forgotten a great, Silver. Do you want to? Okay, there's I'll a movie called Made in New Zealand called Forgotten Silver. It was directed by Costa Botes. Mm-hmm. And Peter Jackson. And Peter Jackson. Which was one of the, I think, uh, let's see. In 1995. In now, Peter do you Jackson's, want to Do you yeah. want to consider it a documentary? Or, no, it's a mockumentary. Okay, so we're well, we're, both, we're, really. we're letting the cat out of the bag, huh? Oh, oh, you mean we wanted to? You wanted to fool everyone? Yeah, 
No, no. I, it's, it's too stupid. It's I think stupid. it's funnier when you know it's a mockumentary. I don't know. That was my It'd be kind of silly. I mean, because the because the shots. Some, remember the shots where they find the ancient. Yeah, at that point you already. Dun, dun, it was great. Well, the interesting thing is that this movie. I go is Forgotten both. Silver. Let's wait. Okay, yes, give me a timer. Eh? So, Forgotten <laughs> Silver is a film made by Peter Jackson and Costa Botes. Uh, in Peter Jackson's filmography, I believe this comes right after, right before, um, Heavenly Creatures. Heavenly Creatures, right? So this is this is right right at the beginning of his kind of, I guess, breakthrough where he got into True. Uh, Heavenly Creatures, wow. and then went on yeah. to do he wanted to do King Kong, and then Lord of the Rings, and so on and so forth. Um, interesting premise behind the film is that it's really just great in the end the movie is really just a for fun film it feels much more <laughs> like a, like an experiment or a little side project uh you know done by people who like documentaries or people yeah. who like uh historically based um not necessarily films, messing, around. Ta- messing around kind of like you know talking about uh things in a historical perspective but then of course just slightly tricking everyone if you didn't know the premise of the film. You started watching it. I think you'd pick up on it probably within the first fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, maybe. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because the whole the whole idea is that uh, they're talking about this filmmaker called what was his name? Ah, oh, man. Uh, Colin McKenzie. Colin McKenzie, right? So the whole idea of the movie is that Colin McKenzie is this lost, forgotten filmmaker from the early <laughs> what was it twenties, thirties, somewhere yeah. around there, which is kind of. The Hollywood Golden From the age, 10s, right? Like he started. He started in 1900. Right, and so, 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 um, so like, let's say the idea like, is that this old forgotten filmmaker is is such a brilliant director. He was the one who pioneered all forms of photography for filmmaking and all kinds of. He he discovered the the Ken Burns effect. He discovered discovered slow motion. He didn't slow motion. Did he? Maybe I don't know. But he discovered the tracking the shots tracking for shots. cameras to move the camera. Yeah, he he he, he actually in the process of making his own little film, he discovered color film how to do yeah, that yeah and sound and sound he's the first talkie <laughs> and all these kinds of things but and it was all the, uh, but all the first talkie was all in chinese wasn't it yeah 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 and so oh <laughs> so the good. audience well i mean it, it, we're saying it now and it sounds stupid but if you watch the it's great if you watch the documentary you'll completely get in on the joke and so really the and they whole got all film, these legit people they got oh, leonard that's malton the best part they got uh sam neil was in it yeah leonard malton film historian um, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein was a bit in there. Uh, there was also uh, Peter Jackson as Costa Botes. Yeah, they're the as co-hosts. Well. Yeah, the co-hosts. And then the film archives. I also and like stuff. though how Peter Jackson. He's so. But the funny thing is that it's one of those things like where, remember when we used to do all those our little documentaries. Yeah, and it's things, the same. Right? It's exactly the same. Because <laughs> you can tell the people are in on it. And you can tell the people are trying to make. They're it trying sound to be serious, real. right? Yes, yes. They, but you can't be serious because you know it's you not. You have to. Everyone act. knows it. Yeah, probably the only guy who was like dead serious was Harvey Weinstein. Like you couldn't, you couldn't. Yeah, be, I don't you know. know. Be like, oh, I, I guess, I serious. guess he was just waiting for another call probably. somewhere. But the rest of the guys, like I mean, that's so much like <laughs> our stuff. It's like yeah. exactly they're all trying to go. Colin McKenzie was this great director, and of course Can't you'll believe. know it's a mockumentary the, immediately when you see his photograph, yeah. Colin McKenzie's yeah. archival photograph from 1910. Yeah, it's uh, because if you watched Lord of the Rings, same guy who played Deagle, which I think he did a great job, like how he how he posed for those photos. Yeah. I mean, ah, so good. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I have to say that the film... And, and, and then he always had to yeah. go back to Dan the Man. Oh, man, Dan the Man. Hated Dan the Hated Man. Dan the He's man. on the poster. Dan the Man. But it's great because I like also the movie that they kind of exaggerate the whole situation because yeah, yeah, they towards keep the end of the film, <laughs> mm, I guess if you 
it's not really a spoiler, but towards the end of the film, Colin McKenzie's making this biblical epic film, right? Yeah. And he's building the city. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in New Zealand because he wants to you know, create this yeah. real environment. And so then Peter Jackson and these guys yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and the rest of the people go up there and they're looking for the lost city. <laughs> and oh, you can tell that they're you know, messing around going, oh, oh, but look, what's this? What's this? this? Oh, 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 oh. And you see what? that. Wide it's, shot a it's a chariot. It's a chariot. We could be close. We could be close. <laughs> they're going forward and then looking at stuff. And so, Clearly, they're just somewhere in the park. Yes. Oh, it's and that's the whole idea. Is that the whole thing? And yeah, the inter- interviews are there and so on. Um, I would say that the film isn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. Um, the jokes work relatively like towards the beginning and stuff, but I think that what makes it funny is just that you know. It's not a true story, and that, that's the thing that yeah, I, I, it's a kind that's of a what, that's what gave sense. me a kick. Yeah, and, and that's really the thing. Like some of the jokes, you kind of see them coming and stuff. But the general sense is that it's it's a funny, it's a funny premise. And so <laughs> especially since they got it down so well, where yeah. it feels like a and you got to see the silent movie that they found. Oh yes, you can finally end. see it, uh, which is hilarious at the end, the last part. Yeah. You cannot, you know, no, you know, you cannot shed the blood of my my blood. You cannot shed my blood. Yes, and I won't tell you what happened. No, That's you funny. can watch it. <laughs> That's something you would never see in a silent movie. Yeah. But then again, the funny, the 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 real story is that they this was made for TV, and they put it on TV, and they all pretended just like Orson Welles. Yes, that this was real. Even yeah. the channel th- said it was like a documentary with Peter Jackson wow. and local filmmaker Peter Jackson, and uh, documentarian Costa Botes, and then they would just. Uh, by the way, if anyone knows who Costa Botes is, uh, we mention him a lot because uh, he did the making ofs for, he did most of the camera work for the behind the scenes mm-hmm. footage for the Lead of the Rings. So there's a good the connection thumb? there. Thumb? How do you do that? New Zealand. Thumb? 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 Yeah. Yes. So that's it. That's Forgotten Silver. Yep. I would, would say. Would you recommend it? Yeah. Yeah. I would, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, next one. What's the next movie? That was a five-minute little review. All right, let's go. Well, I saw... What did you see, Philip? All right. Valley of... It should be called The Valley of Humanoids. All right, so I saw this film. I saw this film. It's called Valley of Guanji. Now, how did I even confine this movie? You know? I don't know how you confound this movie. Uh, How did I confine this movie? I found this movie because I was listening to another podcast called Creature... Creature Feature, I think. Creature Geek? Creature Geek. Creature... Yeah. Creature Geek? Creature Geek. Yeah. With, Something like uh, that. With, with, with Dan Ippolito. Creature Freak. <laughs> nah, <laughs> no one I knows. Think I think it's Creature, creature, creature Geek. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's with Dan Ippolito and his friend, who is not... Uh, Dan Ippolito is a, uh, did he bring a makeup a, did, artist and sculptor. Did he, did he, and, uh, did he get mad because he a friend? Oh, yeah, he got mad. Oh, Tim, no. you would know. You would know. If he okay. listened to it. Yeah, what do you mean? Tim's listening, 100%. Oh, okay. Because sometimes he doesn't. I know. All right, so Creature Geek had this guest with them who's a prominent. He was like, you know, in the 80s and 90s, he worked at Stan Winston, I think. He worked with Rick Baker. He's a sculptor and modeler as well called Shannon Shea. And uh, he has his own nice little web series, you know, teaching you how to make some, you know, horror masks and stuff like that. And he's great. He's a cool guy. I like him. He's a model maker and yeah, yeah, yeah. so on and so forth and a makeup artist and everything. Cool. Worked, worked on like Predator. I don't think, I think it was Predator... All these, you know, these Hollywood movies. Shannon Shea or Frankie Hollywood Hollywood Polito? No, no, Frankie Polito worked on the current Hollywood movies. Right, right. Shannon Shea was a little bit older okay, okay. and he worked yeah, on right, some, other, some 80s and 90s and 70s mm-hmm. stuff. So he was talking about his favorite movie, which was The Valley of Guanji. 
And I was like, well, okay, I have to watch that because he said, you know, it's a valley with dinosaurs in it, so I'm in. Do you know what this reminds me of? Valley of Guanji, the poster. So this is a film. Well, before you get into the premise, this reminds me of that other film that Mystery Science Theater talked about. And it was called uh, The Valley of the Dinosaurs, something like that. Remember that movie? Yeah. The MSTK, the MST3K? Yeah. Uh, that Island of the Di- Valley. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I know what you're well, talking about. That looks almost like the same era. Yeah, but this is an A picture, my friend. Okay. That was a B picture. Okay. I didn't know. And I it was, was stupid. Okay, this is a good one. This then. is way better. This okay. is this is like gold in comparison. My goodness, man. He said his this is his favorite movie. He said it was perfect in every way. I don't think I agree with that, but uh, it was a good discovery and I like it. Um, I had, I actually couldn't watch it in one go, so I stopped it in the middle. Oh, yeah, it took me three, three days to watch days. the rest of it. But what I like about this is, you know, it's from 1969, so it's at the end of the 60s. It's turning into the 70s, and you know, just two years after, well, three years after this movie came out and Godfather came out, and you can tell what kind of a huge difference that would be in terms of style. It in feels tone. like this is an era that was lost in time. Now, then, you know. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Maybe Colin McKenzie's son directed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Hmm. So, the what's Valley of Guanji is this valley in the desert with dinosaurs in it, and that's about it. Real dinosaurs, live dinosaurs. Yes. Presumably the heroes go and find this valley. Well, Guanji. here's the thing. The beginning opens with an ominous, sort of like this old gypsy woman, and she's like, you, you know, and then one guy comes out of the valley, and he's like, huh, I'm going to die. Right? These are all gypsies. And she's like, no one should go into this valley. You know, this is prophesied to be horrible and whatever. Yeah. Some, something scary, right? It's like, no one should go. Da-da-da-da. And then uh, we have our main character, James Franciscus. I don't know what the character's name is, but the actor's James we'll Franciscus. We'll call him main guy. He looks like the guy from uh, uh, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. I think it is. Press his name. I pressed his name. There he is. Hi! Boom. Woo, was I right or was I right? You're right. Look at him. All right. Well, his he beard, didn't have his a beard. changed man. Yeah. And he's like this uh, businessman. And you can tell he's an un- uh, he's not a very likable person. He doesn't have a soul. Right, right. He doesn't have a heart. But he's charming and he's getting his deals done, right? He's going, and they're at this fair, right? And he and his little friend that he makes in the film at the beginning uh, is this little Mexican kid called... Bobby, I don't remember. Is he going this? <laughs> it's hard to remember the character names. It's like Chico. No, it wasn't Chico. It was like it's um, it's like g- giggly, giggly. I don't remember. Just just don't even ask. It's like this little kid. He's little zapatos. Yeah, little zapatos, and he's like zapatos. Come over here. And he's like you know I, and they and they strike a business partnership. Wow, this little the kid, kid, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's like a little businessman. He's like, oh, you are, eh? Right. Just all right. Let's go. And then he meets his old friend. I assume, old relationship friend, uh, this woman who is uh, working... I don't remember her name either. Just let's call her a woman. Yes, woman, because... (laughs) (laughs) Woman, main guy, Zapatos. Main guy and Zapatos. And she is struggling with her uh, circus act with her Ah. horse. You know, they're like jumping into a... Yeah. Into a big pool of water from a great height and stuff like that. And so they talk about, uh, hey, uh, you know, what if we work together, right? And then you don't have to work in this, you know, this stupid... Uh, circus. Yeah, circus and stuff. Come with me. Yeah. And you'll see. And I think it's because he found something. No, no, he didn't find anything. There's nothing to do with that. It's just character setup. And then he talks to this English professor who is, uh, who is, who is a, 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 you know, a student of Tim's, Professor right. Tim's, because he's like, what I find in my theory of the humanoids. And of course he's British. 
Well, of course. Well, Doc, that's amazing, right? Yeah. And he's just talking about the humanoids, and we have to find. And guess what? By the, the way, spoilers: there are no humanoids in the movie. Oh, none of them. Disappointing. I wasn't even expecting all that. And so, it's like 40 minutes until you see a dinosaur, so I guess that's it's okay. Building them up. It doesn't know? matter because the movie itself drives it pretty well with the with the characters and their ambitions. So the businessman wants to do business. The scientist now wants to do science. Wants to, and wants to be held as this great discoverer because the girl. The business, the, the businessman from beneath the Planet of the Apes finds out has a little tiny horse oh. thing. Where'd you get that? From the Valley of Guanji. Whoa! But she doesn't. Uh, she got it from someone else. So this other person is trying to get that horse back, the Gypsy Man, because you shouldn't take anything out of the right, Valley. Right, so that's so what's the happening. Paranoid, the business. So yeah. So science. the businessman is like, we're gonna make a fortune, and then what's her name says she's, we're gonna make a fortune. And then the and then the humanoid, the, master. The humanoid master is like, I can be famous because yeah, we discovered this. And it's like they all decide, no, I think because the horse was taken, the little horse, the little pygmy horse was taken, and then they're like, we just go to the Valley of Guanji. I don't know how I forget how they discover this, but they go to the Valley of Guanji, and uh, that's pretty much all that happens is a King Kong after that. Pretty really? much, they find dinosaurs. Dinosaurs attack them. There's some great stop motion. Do they have spears? Remember you, no. Usually in these movies, they, they have lassoes. They have lassoes. That's right. I remember we saw you showed me that scene where the pterodactyl comes in. Yeah. And then you see it, and it's like, oh, look. Um, great stop clay, motion. Right? Stop motion. Ray Harryhausen, my friend. It was Ray Harryhausen. Ray Harryhausen. It cuts the live action. Yeah. And that was. Huge <laughs> giant. You can tell people are flapping its wings out of frame. Yeah. <laughs> you had to be there. Yeah. And then they find the T Rex. The big giant oh, Tyrannosaurus that has to come up and the big Rex them. and and they call the T Rex Guanji. Okay, when they capture him because they capture him and they take him back. To they take be him back shown. to the circus. Yep, to this to be shown. And that doesn't go. And well. then the gypsy people are like, "No, you cannot do that." And then they go inside. It's against they, the Guanji rules. Yeah, and then they, uh, you know, they unlock the cage and the dinosaur the get animals get, get out. out and you know, havoc and then everything that's you know the climax right Where and, then, he runs and, around the, and, and this is what I think is the best part of Valley of Guanji the effects Ray Harryhausen's masterful effects yeah always good motion he just knows how to just get that you know working so well with subtlety yes uh, the, the animation we're seeing in today's modern cinema is like very smooth and stuff yeah. but Ray Harryhausen knew how to take his time with what the animal was feeling, what was it doing. And he also seemed to have a sense of limiting himself. Yes. how he made the dinosaurs move. Or yeah. animals or creatures. Like like when we saw the pterodactyl. Right? Yeah. Pteranodon. There is no pterodactyl. No, I like pterodactyl. Brontosaurus is back. We're going to talk about that now? No, I just want to say he's back. The brontosaurus. Until they discover, like, another false alarm. Yeah, I know. You know next year. But the brontosaurus is back. He's a real dinosaur. He's, yeah, he's back, baby. Okay. Um... Like the Pteranodon. Pteranodon. Remember how it like it was struggling with some person, right? They were pinning him down, and yeah. then they couldn't pin him down. They had to back away. And That's then what the, I'm talking about. the pterodactyl did Pteranodon. It's just so hard to say Pteranodon. Didn't like didn't immediately you know sort of make make a human reaction, and that's what I think is the yeah. difference. Yeah, I agree. Ray Harryhausen knew how to. He knew how to how to get these reactions the animals to be in a like similar animals, universe. and give them emotion at the same yeah, time, sure. like. But whereas we have nowadays, it's just they have these weird human humanoid emotions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, you know, like this this animal got you know burned or whatever, like abused by these humans, and then the CG animal comes back and just goes, you know, really. Well, human. I think I think the problem the one is in, the one the one here. Oh, just... The problem is that um, 
Well, our 10 minutes are almost up. That's okay. It doesn't matter. The problem here is that uh, new CGI animation techniques, uh, the way those creatures behave is very unnatural. And I think that that's the problem is that it's it's unworldly. So it's hard to it's hard to relate to But then they say no no movements. it's not not unworldly. You know why? Because we put we put the uh, skin uh Well, technically we put, it's, we, we put the skin uh yeah, the physics simulation and, and then we put the flesh the simulation the flesh so it's great. Yeah. Muscle structure. So we want this dinosaur to be mean, ruthless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what the hardest dinosaur name to say is? Compsognathus. How do you say this? Compsognathus. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Compsognathus. We used to say Compsognathus. Oh, pteranodon. I'm having problems with pteranodon. Pteranodon. Oh, that's a good one. Just just hide those. Pteranodon. Pteranodon. Okay. So this pteranodon, like I said, it was struggling with the guy and then the guy backs off. But the pteranodon doesn't just turn turn next to him, you yeah. know, turn by him and goes, rah! You know? Kind of stops, looks somewhere else, blinks, you know, like shakes an itself. It's so Good. That's that's what people should start learning from Ray Harryhausen, and also and also before him, you know. I was gonna say, do you know what'd be interesting to see? I'm sorry, Marion uh, C. Cooper. No, that's the direct. That's the producer director. C- Edgar C- Wallace. C- no, that's Bill another producer director. C- Cecil B. DeMille. I think. Was, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, listen. Oh, I forgot. His it doesn't name. matter. You'll come back. No, forget it. It's fine. Talk. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm gonna talk to you. I'm waiting for you to come back. I have to know. Ladies and gentlemen, we are flying at an altitude of. Because you're making me wait. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not in a hurry. There's no Double rush. Credits. Come on. Come on. There's no rush. Are you looking for an animator? Yes. Art direction, art department, special effects by. Ooh, ah. That was a good one. That could have been it. Special effects by. No, so no. we got Harry Redman Jr., Franklin D. Roosevelt, Earl A. Wallace. Wallace. Go. Murray Spivak. That's him. Willis, Willis O'Brien. Willis. Long time no see, Willis. Okay, right. what did he do? What do you mean, what do you do? Like, he worked on this movie? No, no, I was just saying, those are the people that you would learn from to get some motion ideas, animation ideas. Yeah. They're the ones who did Do you know what I would job. love to see? Is, um... You know that go motion technique they developed for Jurassic Park? Uh, Phil Tippett's go Phil motion? Phil Tippett's go motion. Yeah. That would have been a killer to see if Ray, How- Ray Harryhausen had adopted that. Well, you can do it in After Effects. Could you? I think you can put motion blurs now. You could. You can try it. Take a little while, but it's true. Someone should do that. Anyway, we want to get that DID, Dinosaur Input Device. Yes. We want yes. to get that back and have people use it again. So we can get the stop motion animation with uh, the CGI. Bring back a lost art form. No, yeah, that'd be because sweet. that was so. Again, we're talking about this. No, no, we're done. Next, keep going. I was story. watching the Making of Jurassic Park. There's a whole episode we talked about. Two days ago, I was watching the Making of Jurassic Park. It was just so amazing to see those two shots: the T Rex coming out of the cage, going, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> it sounds so funny when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. You can't do it. Baby elephant. <laughs> okay, right. It was just, it's slow, it's weight, it's good, it feels real, and the compositing, perfect. And then the other one where um, Ian Malcolm goes, hey, hey, and then he's like, Ian, freeze! And he's like, get the kids! And he moves, walks away. That T-Rex, I was just watching that over and over. I was like looping that for like five, six times. Nice. To see just the T-Rex looking at him, like just looking at him from, uh, from with raised eyes, from uh, like with the hell tilted down, right. and just going, Kah! and then making this roar. 
and then approaching him, and he's like speeding up, making, you know, right. Yeah, it looks so good, and there's nothing to it except just understanding the performance and what it, what kind of creature it is, why it's there, and the 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 compositing. True, well, the compositing is the extra thing, but I'm just saying. It's true. Because then it looked so real. It looks so good. I'm sorry. But I agree. I think it looks you great. You can see the modern one. The modern one would be like, Roar! and he would just like That's the just, just run like this really well, fast. And whenever, then, and then, then, then their excuse would be like, no, it's lethal. It's huge. It's big. It's dangerous. It's out to get you. Uh, sorry. I always I'm get not, reminded of those. Um, Let's just talk about Valley of Guanji. Great visual ideas. The Monsters of Thor. Remember Thor the first one? Yes. Yeah, see? Get of those guys. See? The, those uh, ice giants or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Those are the it looks moving. nothing like it doesn't hold a candle to this T Rex from Jurassic Park. Valley of Guanji. Great ideas. Visual ideas. This dinosaur gets out of the cage, right? Great animation seeing this uh this midget that un unopens the cage, the gypsy midget. This is you know so what, though, we're so non PC here. Listen, uh yeah, listen, uh this always threw me off with stop motion animation was that whenever there was a composite shot. Oh yeah. Uh what th- throws me off is number one is the film gets grainier because they're <laughs> compositing film. Yeah. And number two is that the motion for the people is always so smooth compared to the <laughs> stop motion. Yeah, I know. This is where the go motion <laughs> comes is, in again. Well, you can watch Willow for some go motion, my <laughs> yeah, friend. Oh, yeah. Phil Tippett did the go motion. Is there go motion? Yes. With motion blurs? Yes. Oh. Good. good. <laughs> well, there we go. It's all, it's all coming together. Cool. Oh, yeah. Hey, what if they did uh, try to do... Uh, stop motion animation with CG, they like they did Shut for those up. movies, movies for that one movie. Uh, what movie came out? Box Trolls. No, there's a movie that came out that looked like stop motion, but it was actually oh. oh flushed away. Yeah. What if they did that, like in, like a movie like Dinosaurs, and dinosaurs were stop motion again? Okay, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool, but why would you want to do it CG? Is it, hmm, oh wait, never mind. No, that's that's a no brainer. It's easier. Yeah, easier. You, can, you can revise it's less, your animation. It's less uh, time better. consuming, and you can always change stuff. Yeah. You can, like, I don't want the dinosaur to be pink. I want it to be blue. Hey, but you know what? Other movie came out that was stop motion. <laughs> Lego movie. Lego movie. See? Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome if they did. Go for it. I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, you can do it real stop. But don't motion, tell anyone. Like Leica does with. Yeah, Coraline. Box but, but don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone about that. Ah, yes. Just go out the movie and be like, yeah. oh, and then you can see, like, see awesome Amazon reviews and be like, that was crap. so dumb. Yeah, because the effects, right? Um, yeah, but at the end, what happens is this dinosaur comes out and then he fights, he chases a few of the people. And again, that dinosaur is like a real dinosaur. Gets distracted, looks around, doesn't always just pinpoint someone and, you know, attack them. I know. So he goes inside a church, and this was great, inside a cathedral. Really? And that's where the climax takes place. You wow. Know? And a uh, guy from Plan- Beneath the Planet of the Apes has this, like, he takes, has to take a bunch of tools, hide between some of the, uh, some of the pillars and stuff, and yeah. these dinosaurs inside this cathedral. And it's a great image. And then what happens is fire just ha- Oh, I'm sorry. Spoilers again. Yeah, by the way, all these movies are talking about... Uh, kind of late for that. Were, yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead. Fire. Fire. Yeah, fire. I know. I know, and no, it's a but sad, I know it's, now. It, and, and, you know, what happens in the end is kind of sad. Really? One tear fall down face. <laughs> no, that, that sounds interesting. And uh, of course, and I knew this is a movie made in 1969. Okay. So, of course, once the, the thing happens, once, you know... Oh, yes, I know what you're going to say. immediately ends. Fades away. Bum, 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 the Fades end. Fades away. I this picture. He, like, the best would be if he had a last line, like... Imagine doing that now. Like... 
Actually, oh. I would like that for like Thor or something. That'd be great. We killed those dinos. Like Thor 2, you know, you can end that. Bum, bum, bum. How does Thor 2, how does Thor Dark World end? I know the thing after the credits. That's garbage. That can be the ending. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. A Marvel Studios picture. Notice how I said Marvel Studios. No, we're not going to talk about that. Keep going. So I think what else those are the movies I watched. Nice. Anything else or no? But I have finished two other things, and Danny Chance was nice enough to remind me on this uh, Phil and Jake and conversation Facebook page. I mean, I read them, but I forgot. I finished Ocarina of Time. It was pretty good. Uh, I was. It was a lot easier than I thought it would be. Yes, it's great. It was. It has a good pace. Has a good. Uh, has challenging but not impossible puzzles to solve. Mm-hmm. And the ending and the fights were good as long as you started figuring it out, and it made you feel good for figuring it out. And the story, of course, is as I told you. Wait, before. did we talk about this once? Yeah, but we. I didn't finish it then. Oh, now I finished it. I saw Princess Zelda. Okay, what's the she end? helped me at the end. Tell me what the end is. She's like, "Thank you, Buttwad." <laughs> yeah, I remember you drew the picture. Because <laughs> that's my name. That picture got 15,000 hits on Thumbler. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot. People like the butt wad. That's really good. <laughs> Loving the butt wad. <laughs> and I fought Ganon. That was cool. Then not much has to be said because it's just such a... It's just a compact game. And it did feel kind of empty, but then again, I remembered that I cause I'm probably used to the more intricate things of the probably. new games because this is an old game probably 1998 but this but it's a remake of it but they didn't really tamper with it too much for the remake just graphic update yeah not bad though uh, now I got two more Zelda games <laughs> from contributors right. got the paper Zelda yeah um, and uh, uh, Link Between Worlds yep that's the one and uh, Majora's Mask Majora's Mask I remake. played a little bit of Majora's Mask at our friend Andy's house back in the day. I remember that. 2000, what was it? One, two? I don't know, something like he that. He puts the mask on. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I, always liked, like and I always liked playing a little flute. <laughs> the, flute. <laughs> the ocarina. The ocarina. <laughs> and uh, I actually memorized the song for the horse. Sing and it. I, huh? Sing it. Oh, well, back then I memorized oh. the song for the horse. Well, I know the song. do 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 yeah. And I also like transforming to the three different kinds. The bongo drum guy. <laughs> the Goron. Goron, that's right. Uh, the uh, water guy. The Zora. Wait, yeah, Zora. Zora. And finally, that's it, just two of them, right? Yeah. And no, like, no, no, then finally the Deku scrub. What do you look like? Little little suction cup. Yeah, man. never played him. Oh, you didn't never like him? him? No, the swimming guy was awesome. And the, the Sora. Bong, the bongo drum man. Oh, the bongo drum man. No, it was the man. He was a bongo drum creature. He was the... And it was fun. I remember, and I remember playing a little bit of that. I remember Andy was telling me a bunch of stuff about the mask and time, and I forgot all yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to keep going <laughs> back in story. time now, which is funny because it's called Majora's Mask, and the old... So here's the confusing That's thing, That's the funny right? thing. I went to my friend's house back in the States in 2001. Oh, did you? You have friends back then? Yeah. And his name was Cameron, and he was <laughs> one of our neighbors. And I went to his house, and... Uh, I saw he had Zelda, right? And I was playing Majora's Mask, right, at Andy's house during that time. And I asked him, I said, why? I said, whoa, you have Zelda, I see. And it's a golden box. And I said, wow, is this a new Zelda? And he's like, no, that's the old one. I was like, the old one? I was confused because, I, and he was looking, he's like, oh, you can play adult Link? And I was like, yeah, you can play adult oh, Link. Ha-ha. And I was like, what? 
because you know Majora's Mask you played Young Link, right? This was in two thousand, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. so. That's when Majora's Mask actually came out. Really? That that new? Yes. And I remember I was wondering, I was confusing. Like, can we play something? I think we played a little bit. And I think my song for the horse worked on that game as well. So that was interesting because they both worked on both games. Yep, because it's the same ocarina. Yeah, but in ocarina I, of I, time. I, I was I, I tested. But that's what I like sometimes when you, there's a sequel game like Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, Majora's Mask, and you have the item that was the title from the older game, the Ocarina mm. of Time, but you used it as just a helping device. That's cool. Because I was always confused about the timelines. Now, could you tell me really briefly, uh, for my information, what uh, is the time-traveling story in the first one versus the time-traveling story in the second one? Actually, I think I can tell you. Ironically... The first one is this. I can tell you. That's the, the irony is that this one should have been called, like, Majora's Mask of Time. Right, because the, the first one, uh, let me remember. If my I Link, played that one. If my, yeah, I know. I know. I remember everything. I know. Well, let me see if I can test my knowledge. And again, it goes <laughs> my fifteen-year-old knowledge uh, is that uh, Link at the beginning of the game as a kid he becomes chosen by the old Deku tree. Oh yeah, who's super demanding. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he tells Link. Yeah, he's demanding. He says, "Get inside <laughs> my body and rid me of these spiders." Really? Yeah. And Link is like. Okay, and then he um, goes to some kind of temple, and then he, uh, let me think here, and he gets transported True, the future. Did. There's a huge thing that you missed. There's three dungeons you have to... Forget the dungeons, like the most boring part okay, of the game. Okay, but he has to get three different things, and he meets different characters. Oh, really? That don't help him too much at the end, but no? it's okay, because it's, I, I thought it was fun. I thought it was okay, fun. so dungeons are basically the main, the main thing in the game. Yeah. And he gets transported into time, the future, and he realizes that the world is gone because, terribly wrong because be- Ganon has he's ruling over everyone yeah right <laughs> like Obama ruling, ruling everyone. <laughs> uh, we'll explain that joke someday uh, and then uh, after that he has to fix the he problems to, yeah of he has Hyrule. to get the seven sages to come back or something and he goes through these different dungeons dungeons what a surprise and then after that, he comes back and becomes a kid again. And it's like nothing ever well, happened, Well, then he fights right? Ganon in the castle and saves Zelda. But it, when he comes back to being a kid, is it one of those things where it's like, like, where you, where have you been? Right? Yeah, but this time he he's able to tell uh, Zelda, little baby Zelda, little baby yeah. Zelda, when he looks at her, at when oh, they yeah. meet oh, okay. through the window, oh, this new guy called Ganondorf is coming to advise the king. So we have to stop him. Right, right, right. right? And then they... It's, but the funny thing is, you go, you can go back in time whenever you want. You can crisscross whenever you really? want. So you can always go back in time and plant some beans that you couldn't get before, and then you come back and be an adult again, and then you have the flying flowers that you can, hmm. you know, whatever. Or so why couldn't you come back there and then just warn Zelda from there? It's one of those things. Whatever. You never, you never ask that but question. Majora's Mask is Majora's about... Mask, I know. Is that uh, it's three days? Yeah. Till this creepy moon. <laughs> yeah, the creepy uh, moon destroys the planet. No, just, I think just the island. Island. And uh, you have three days. See, it's called, go it's back called one day, the island is called Termina, but I always think it's yeah. I, I like saying Termina. I like saying Termina, but everybody says Termina. Termina sounds like terminal. Maybe that that's the reason. Uh, now, so that's right, right? You only get. I you, didn't get far can, with that. You can go obviously. back every day. Yeah, you're supposed to be going back because you have to. You can never make it to day three otherwise. Yeah. Which yeah, is funny, because that's more about time travel in the game mechanic than the really kind of time is. Hmm, yeah, I guess. Bum, I guess the person who like a springboard. And the person who gave it to me, Cherry Sama, she's a huge fan of that. That's her like favorite game of all really? time. Really? I, I don't know that. Majora's Mask. 
Oh, she yeah, loves yeah, it so much. That. I remember that. So she bought it for me, and now I have That's to play so cool, it. That's so cool, though. That's really awesome. It's fantastic, man. I want people to buy me more of 3DS games. <laughs> P.O. Box. But good ones. Um, <laughs> and, and give me good news. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and uh, there's another game I got Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. It's great. Monster Hunter. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, if anyone plays Monster Hunter, which they probably don't, log in and yeah, hunt, monster hunt monsters with me. His Wii code is, I mean, DS code I should, is... I should mention You my should mention code. your DS code. That's, that's a good idea. What is it? You can only get it exclusively by listening. Get your pencils and pen ready, or your notepad app. All right. Ooh, yeah. All right, so, get your pencils and paper. Here it is. My friend code is... Two, four, six, six, three, three, eight... Nine zero seven zero six. There it is. There you go. If you've written that down, add Phil, and you can a monster hunt. With yeah, him. or whatever. I, what else do I have? I have Manimal, Manimal Crossing. Manimal Crossing. I have Minimal Crossing. I have... Uh, do you know what I like? If only Zelda was multiplayer, we could... I like the idea of cross-platform gaming. You know, we could... Stuff like Zelda Unity, together. to me, sounds like a good thing. It's great. Like, I love this stuff. PC man, console man, we all join forces. We all join forces and be happy people. Yeah, we'll be happy people. Yeah, okay, enough games. In, I, yeah, there's no, no, one no last games. thing, okay? There's one last thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Might be the best, but I finally Tell finished... Me. Because Mr. Danny was kind enough to tell me his favorite show. And oh, arguably, yes. arguably my favorite anime after really? seeing this. Do the impossible, see the invisible. You have to go, you have to go. It goes like this. Okay, let's try it. Ready? One, two, three, four. Do the impossible, see the invisible. Row, row, fight the power. Touch the untouchable, beat the unbeatable. Row, row, fight the power. Power to the peeps, power for the dreams. Still miss for the Still miss be scammers, so incomplete. We be the. Most incredible. Enough. So, no, oh yeah, that's right. When the verse comes in, it goes, you know, does the just the drums. Powerful the peeps, powerful the dreams. Still miss a piece, scattering so incomplete. Would be the most incredible soldier from the underground. See how easy they all fall down. Stick it through the core to see the light. Let's get out of here, babe. Uh, we're going out of rhythm. That's the way to survive. And it all goes over and again. It's a good show. Okay, so and then and the music. It's so it's so. It's so like it's the entire thing is very poppy. It's very brash. It's very uh, what? Do, what can you say? Like just bold with, no its, clue, with its art I've, style. I don't think I've ever even it's seen bold a clip of this. Okay, it's bold. It's okay. Well, the art style is bold. It's like cartoony. I think there's a lot of influences from like. Uh, oh, I have chocolate. Hmm, nice. You want one? Nah. Uh, it's bold. It has. Oh no, it's melting. All right, well, anyway, yeah. uh, I started watching this way back in 2013 because I heard that song. And that's the only reason why I was like, oh, I got to watch this. Because mm-hmm. that song was so good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything anything uh, you can say about the... All right, so it's, it's very bold. It's very, it's very, it's very loud. It's very, uh, very, oh, it's very... Um, it's just so much fun. It's so 
like every character is on the surface they're super like exaggerated mm-hmm. but when you keep watching the show you start getting the backstories and then you you really feel okay. like it's uh like it's like it's 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 it goes a lot deeper than you expect it to and that's what i love about it so much it's just so good that's cool and um all the characters and there's this great character arc with with simon mm-hmm. who's the main character but you don't think he's the main character because we have we have his his bro but it's not his real bro hey bro um kamina who's this you know uh you know uh, everybody loves him everybody loves kamina Everybody we talk to, he's uh, really? he's the guy who's like, you know, this drill is the drill that will pierce through the heavens. Okay, because they're gonna get out because they all live underground. This is how the movie st- movie the show starts. Right, and they're digging, mm-hmm. and it's a bad life underground with all the humans because up in the surface there are these beast men. Maybe they're humanoids. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's a hu- there's a surface that has the beast men. They're ruling over the place like Obama. <laughs> ruling, yeah, and everybody. For generations, everybody has been afraid of going up there. So it's like this ugly tunnel existence. So he, so Kamina and his friend Simon and some other some other buddies. Simon mm-hmm. is this little little boy who's got nice goggles and he he loves drilling and he knows and he's super talented with a drill. So you can just he so you can just dig through all kinds of places. Right? Why does he dig up to the top? That's what they're trying to do at the beginning of the show. They're like, let's get, like, we're digging up to the top. We're doing it. And then the motivator is Kamina, who's this blue-haired oh. tall guy. And he has red pants, I think. I forget. But he has a red cape. And he has those really cool glasses that Squirrel has in the original Pokemon. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I those, know those spiky glasses. But this was after. Um, and that's the whole thing. And then suddenly, one of the Beastmen falls out of this hole. And then uh, this uh, other character called... Uh, <laughs> Yoko. There we go. This really? other girl called Yoko with red hair and a sniper comes down from the ceiling and she's fighting this little beast man and then they also find this uh this mecha suit because this whole this is a mecha anime right this is like um yeah and so simon finds the keys or something i don't remember because this was back in 2013 because i i had to be so long to finish this thing because i kept took major breaks um and uh and they and they ignite it and then they find out that they can use this uh this mecha Mm -hmm. right and simon has the head and Kamina has the set. I mean, he has the the body. They're making the mecha. Yeah, no, they no, just, they, they, just they combines. Can, they the and it turns into, surface. and it's like we're gonna call this Gurren Lagan. Okay, and that's Gurren. So Lagan. that's what the and uh, and he the and then they, and then they have that first fight with the beastmen, and they come out into the surface, and then they go exploring, right? And what's great about this is that it feels like a kid's adventure, but it's like, but they're all adults, and it's all, and it's amazing. It's surprisingly. Uh, surprisingly, uh, like the stakes are high, and it's so weird how they actually managed to get these these threats mm-hmm. and then these events being serious. Yeah, but also making it like ah, uh, we could you know we can easily beat them, and then all these characters show up from from the from the underground that help Kamina and Simon and Yoko, and then other so later then the it becomes easier, for and them they become to a fight. team, and then there's this whole team Gurren, team Die Gurren, and uh, they all. Uh, Get their own mechas because they, it's easy to kill those stupid oh, beast okay. men, so, and then they cool. get them, and then they fight them, and then the uh, the uh, the antagonists get bigger and bigger, and then there's this rival character with sharp teeth, and uh, there's challenges and stuff like that, and it's just it just keeps going, and it's fun, and it's intense, and there's a lot of optimism, and that's what I think is the best thing. It's just it's, it's there's these there's these speeches that are so yeah. corny and campy, but they're so good, and they're so 
so inspiring, even though they're so corny. Right, right, right. But right. It, it just works. It all works, especially with the art style and uh, the music. Again, like I wanted to say, and the action scenes were good because you know anime they they usually do those whoosh, crazy camera angles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And the art style is good. You know, Hiroyuki Maishi, who is uh, you know has this very strong comic boxy style, which is very Western influence. Oh, really? Do that the impossible. Really cool. I mean, no, no, it sounds good though. It sounds like it's uh, sounds like it has a good um, sense of what it, it is. Sounds like a modern classic. That's what it sounds like. You know, <laughs> sounds like it has a good sense of what it is. And, there, and there's two, there's two, like arcs. Mm-hmm. One of them starts, one of them ends, and the next one. Uh, I mean, like this was a surprise to me, but I guess I don't know if I should mention this. I mean, it's not a spoiler or anything because I don't want to spoil anything. I didn't spoil. No, anything. you didn't. You didn't spoil it. Thing. I have no clue. Uh, the next arc takes place. I'll just say it. It takes place seven years later, and then they have to fight an even bigger threat. Okay. So then, then it's they're older mm-hmm. and things and. Hmm. Cool. But it's just so funny how they ha- they could. I just have to commend how how nicely they balance the realistic, relatable aspects of, um, of the human. Noids. How would you say it? What? Humanoids. Well, no, like the human, the human spirit, you know. Yeah, yeah. And how the, you know, the, the being determined and just you know setting forth and doing all that stuff and and uh, and all the and 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 the loss, how how people you know cope with that and all that all that all that sort of serious stuff. Yeah, yeah. And combine it with all this campy, okay, so okay, so, but it so there's works. a good blend. There's a good blend of. It's of, a great blend. It's a fantastic blend of kind of touching on some serious, uh-huh, some serious yeah. themes. And that music just you know. Every time that music plays, it's, it's quite. It's it's it's. They make it too melodramatic, in my opinion. But that's but, but that's sometimes part of it the, works. But that's part of the I idea. I can't say isn't anything. It? Yeah, that's part of the idea. It's from what you're telling me. Is that and they, things get more and more ludicrous. It just gets. Ridiculous, but you keep going with it. Yeah, uh, it's just it just works. So there you go. That's Tengen Tapa Gurren Lagan. That's pretty neat, I have to say. And we'll watch it. I will it. watch it sometime. We will watch it together. We'll watch it together. But How many episodes are there? 57? And it's Danny's favorite show. And that's cool, man. Uh, it's cool, man. It's not. It's uh. It's uh. It deserves to be Danny's favorite show. When was it made? Two thousand seven. Nice. That's cool, man. And I, I remember three times now. I remember about yeah. it. I remember it, but I never got around to watching it. Yeah, I know because you, you talked about it. You heard the music first, like you said. Yeah, and it's insane and it's stupid, but it's intelligent. And but great. I like <laughs> that it sounds like it. Uh, it does something that's that's genuine, but still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got it heart, man. It, yeah, it's got heart. It still keeps it. Um, which can be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's it. I think I don't know what else to see in this on this podcast. Nothing really. We just kind of you kind of wanted to at say at least we're back, you know, and we we can do this a little bit earlier next time. Yeah, they, they want to talk about these eighties movies. Okay, so Commando. <laughs> My list of eighties. Frank Island says the man in his underwear. Oh yeah, man, he's been gone. Well, he unsubscribed by this point. Really? Well, yeah, we we're gone for. Is this our lore? Our official days, lore? The lore. <laughs> the lore. It's our podcast lore. The lore. Yeah. Uh, maybe he'll resubscribe now that he also has, you know, he has us like on iTunes, but he also has like, he checks the website sometimes. So maybe now he'll check the website and be like, oh, wow, there's a new episode. And, you know, he'll put it on in the background you know, while he's chopping his onions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe he's watching Gordon Logan. He should. It's great. Because rap is He's watching that and he's crying, but 
We're in the background talking. Man, about you, you you can easily cry. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I didn't. But you know, because that music, if that music wasn't there. Like half of it wouldn't work. Sad stuff. Is there sad stuff? How do I know? It's optimistic, man. It just gives you. It just gives you a feeling of that you can do it. You can. You can. That's cool. You can touch the untouchable. Beat the unbeatable. Row, row, fight, fight the, the power. power. Yeah. Why do they say row? I want you know uh, English, right? It's English, isn't it? Yes. Is I, I don't know what that means, but row. You can say like rowing you, a boat. You, yeah, you can say row like row, row, row. You know, row against the tide. Yeah, row, fight row. the power. Yeah. Perfect. Or. Oh, and 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 the eye catches. You know the. The in-between shots. You know how they have those. Like, who's that Pokemon? And then it changes. Oh, yes. Commercials what is there? Those are eye catches. They're all drawn by the director. Oh. All the all the screens. That But that riff is so good. And it's like, and it goes... Like, really low guitar. Okay, I'm, I'm done talking Sounds cool. That. There you go, Danny. I hope you... Danny, woo! So, what's, what's movie of the week? Movie of the week? Movie of the week would probably be... Forgotten Silver. Have to go and see Grand Silver series of the year, <laughs> series 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 of the last five years, right? Uh, taking top of green light ten years. I watched the English dub, years. by the way. I, yeah, I liked it. I have to because I'm drawing, so I can't. Oh, look it's at true, the screen it's true, it's true. Unless someone teaches me Japanese or I get one of those Japanese chips. What chips? Like in Matrix, you know, you just. Oh yeah, I know Japanese. <laughs> That's great. I wonder if, that was Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I mean, slash Neo. Anything, anything going on in the future? I'm just um, working on my movie, the short movie. That's that cool. I, didn't work I know on. we have to work on that. I think we need to we need to put a little bit of Gurren Lagann in there. Really? No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just joking. I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. I just don't know. Uh, I just don't know what to say. Well, I know that we're going to watch Jurassic Park. I mean, Jurassic when is World. That coming out? July or June with July Rob Hargens. June <laughs> with Rob Hargens. Well, there's still the Avengers. Oh, that's that's even sooner. The Avengers sca- scavengers. Remember, we were scavengers on the piano. Scavengers? Yes, at our cousin's place in our reunion. Yeah, not one week ago. So three days ago. Yeah, uh, and we were playing the Avengers theme. It's pretty good. Bum 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 bum. It's so hot in here. Okay, and that's what we will hear until September. <laughs> Man. All right, thank you. Uh, we'll see you next. I wish we had when songs. We Do we have any songs? Oh, yeah, I forgot about Let's songs. Let's put a song at the end. You pick one, I don't know. I have to. Do we play look. the rain song? Tim's rain song. Hmm, I must confess, I hate when it rains. And the little drops of rain fall on my face. face. And the water, the water gets, gets me all get wet. The water get gets me, me all wet. It's a good song. Let's put it in. Let's put it in. See you later. I must confess I hate when it rains And the little drops of rain fall on my face And the water gets me Stormy cloud rounds in your way And the little drops of rain fall on my face Water gets
Fart. What? iTunes is opening. Creature Geek, man. That's it. It has to be. When is it? Come on! I have, to remember, I have to remember who they were talking to. Oh, well then just type it. Go to the check at the... The thing. Just say Shannon. I'm talking to this guy called Shannon. It's really hot yeah. in here. I hate it. Oh. But at least we can, like, sit normally. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I just wish I could just... Oh, well. Let me see. Huh? What? There we go. Balancio. All right, Shannon Shay. Let's do this. I really forgot how to pronounce his name. I, I just heard it, but you had to talk right when he says it. Okay. Row, row, fight the power! Row, row, fight the power! 